Dallas Audio. It's time for Citizens Arrest! <laughs> this oh is boy. Amy Rose, Brandon Jones, Kelvin Mosier, and Brendan Medina. Good morning. Good, mm-hmm. good morning, but can I get like a cool radio name or something like uh, that yeah. rather than just Kelvin Mosier? Yeah. How Officer. About, how about the Unabomber? Oh, no. no can't that. can't go with that. That one's been taken. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, if you come up with something, let me know. Can we do like <laughs> secret agent Mosier? Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I mean, it's not really a secret because he's in here. S-A-M. Sam. Ooh, that, Sam. That sounds like a new category. Yeah. Car, car <laughs> Sam Rod. <laughs> car, car Sam Rod. Okay. <laughs> car Mosier. Pull over. <laughs> Come on, man. Over. All right. Well, really, we're here to talk about the Citizens Police Academy. Yep. And Brandon missed the class once again, but yep. I was present. Hey, I'm 100%. Hey, can, can we get the on-air commitment that you're going to be at the next one? Yeah, where you been? Yep, I'll be you're there. on the Sorry. roster, but you're not there. So what happened was is rainouts for softball. Softball wasn't over when it was supposed to be over. Now it's over. Yeah. It ended in a walk-off home run, and my halftime ankles are still hurting. <laughs> You've been signed up for a night in jail just to... You know, yeah. feel the experience. I've yeah. already felt that experience. <laughs> Thank well, you. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm good. Should we go 24 wow. hours or 48? 48. Let's go neither yeah. of them. Let's go none Let's of them. It. He, has, he has to go to the drunk tank first. No. I don't. It would be weird walking in there. No. <laughs> Why? Because people know you? Yeah. All your homies in cell block and If G. I'm going to go in there, if I'm going to go in oh, there, I'm going to be drunk. <laughs> like, pee my pants drunk. Paybacks. Oh, my goodness. So we talked about body cam equipment. Yeah. What do so you think that, about that? I thought it was neat that it's not on all the time. Right. Well, yeah, it is. It is? Right. Is it on it's right now? Right now, yeah. I, is that why that light's blinking? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Technically, it is on all the time, but it's only recording. Uh, we better behave. You know, 30 <laughs> seconds prior to when you activate it, so... Take, for example, what happened uh, earlier in this week. We had a uh, pretty big car crash at uh, 5th and St. Joe, right? And so we actually had an officer waiting for the light to change as that vehicle came speeding through the intersection and then crashed into a light pole. Well... He wasn't recording at that time, but then he activated his lights and sirens, and so he got 30 seconds of video prior to that and still captured it oh, as wow. a result. So can we review this footage? I got a picture. I got, I got some pictures I can show you. No. I mean, it's always fun watching, especially when you didn't expect to catch that video, and all of a sudden, comes a car barreling. Have you ever out. had it accidentally come on at home? No. Uh, we, we, try to, we try to <laughs> mitigate that. Like you're, you're in the bathroom or, you know. Well, I, you probably remember this. When, <laughs> when you were getting your tour of the building, you see these signs all over the place saying, is your camera on or is your camera off? We want to mitigate, you know, we have a, a, a ton of equipment that can automatically start these body cameras. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so it, like if we activate our taser or if we activate our red lights and sirens or whatnot, that yeah. body cam always comes on. And again, it starts 30 seconds. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And and so you know we want to we want to make sure that somebody's not in the locker room or using the bathroom at the time that that's uh, you don't get activated. anybody's shoes in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So so there are points in the building where we do turn it off just because we can't go in and delete that after that. that oh, no. Then becomes evidence. <laughs> yeah. So I bet you learned be, the hard way, didn't you? Uh, that would be unfortunate. We, we actually learned from other agencies <laughs> as we were doing our research. So they're like, you got to put something in your policy to to make sure you don't get. 
people on the uh, in the bathroom. Well, yeah, because you got one guy putting his vest on, getting all suited up, checking his taser, checking everything, and then the camera comes on and his partner's just getting out of the shower yeah. at the locker next to him. It's like, your camera's on, dude. He's standing there naked. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we, we don't need that going into evidence. Sorry, Captain. Looks like he's packing. <laughs> I do apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And it's crazy to think about the storage for all the video. Because mm-hmm. you're getting video from all different angles, and then you keep it. Cameras from not only the police officers, but cameras from the cars all the way around. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And you imagine that each officer is, you know, on a 10-hour shift at minimum. That's a lot of video. And they're jumping from call to call to call. Uh, there's a lot of uh, logistics that go into not only being able to store that video, but also being able to reference it when you need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that brings up a good question. So you said 10-hour shifts minimum. How many days of a week? Is it maybe per week? Or are you guys looking at more like a bi-week or a monthly kind of a schedule that that they work? I mean, is it we talking fifty hours a week plus? Oh no, generally our officers work uh, four hour, forty hours. Jeez, forty hours. Sometimes it feels like forty hours. <laughs> no, they work four days out of the seven day work week. They have uh, forty hour work weeks, and uh, yeah, we get everybody scheduled off to where all their days off are in uh, conjunction with each other. But yeah. it's kind of a cool thing to have three days off in a oh, week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, yeah. you got to put in some longer days, and I'm sure the 10-hour never really works out because you've always got that last-minute thing, that that report. You've got to get that typed out and put in, and you can't cut that short because it might be brought back up in court or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you've got to make sure you you know check some balances and stuff. Yeah, and you might have to come into uh, court on your day off, too. Yeah, yeah. We've so. tried the 5-8s. Uh, we've had that schedule for years, and then here, I don't know, what, maybe three or four years ago we went to the 410 schedule, and a lot of our officers love it. And it's been well, a huge hit. I bet having that three days off mentally mm-hmm. yeah. it is nice to be able to just be like, okay, I can actually take a day by myself and then still have two days with my family or whatever. Yeah, right? it, it, it helps you recharge for sure. Yep. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of the class last night was Detective Young. He came in to talk about detective work. So um, our criminal investigations division, actually uh, uh, Sergeant Moser here came from our criminal investigation division. Really? He's, he's back on patrol now, but he spent uh, a few years supervising the men and women of uh, the criminal investigations division. The division is split up into two parts. You have crimes against property and crimes against people. So crimes against property is, say, a stolen mower or, you know, some vandalism or, you know, anything that impacts property. Crimes against people are your assaults, your uh, homicides, your robberies, uh, those kinds of things. And so detective Young is assigned to the the People Crimes Division. Uh, I think you probably heard some good stories about the the different investigations that he's been a part of. Correct. Mm-hmm. And I was amazed that people will go onto social media and like brag about their crimes, and that's where yeah. you guys find You'd a lot surprised. of these people. You'd be surprised. Sometimes people even go as far as sending uh, selling their stolen items on Facebook. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. So it's always unique too when we see those. We can you know. Um, Touch base with them on Facebook, see if they'll meet us somewhere. Oh, my God. And we'll so buy easy. the stolen property back from them. I got to have that mower. And there you go. <laughs> wow. My uh, grandma used to have a mower just like that. <laughs> also learned that Facebook doesn't communicate with Messenger anymore, so they can't give you the 
the uh, comments back and forth on Messenger if, if criminals are talking. As far as like the if if you if you get an investigation that involves Facebook and doing the preservation of somebody's social media, that's that's new to me too. Yeah, so I'm learning something here. He, he said that. Yeah, he said they they hmm. used to provide the the Messenger comments hmm. back and forth, but now they've wiped their hands clean of it. Okay. Wow. Well, you'd be surprised at how much people post on social media as it is, and it it helps us in our investigations because they lay it all out there. I mean. We had uh, one of our shootings up at the Northside Apartments up there recently, and you know we were kind of out of leads to follow until we got forwarded a video that this uh, knucklehead's friend posted on Facebook of him actually cranking off around into the air up there. And so uh, our officers were able to immediately recognize him, go find him, and place him under arrest for the reckless discharge. Wow. wow. So anyway, you got to take a look at the Criminal Investigations Division. Uh, as Brendan said, you had property crimes and your people crimes, but we also work hand-in-hand with the Sheriff's Office. We can't mm-hmm. forget about our partners. We oh, do. Yeah. Uh, we work with them in regards to our sexual assault cases and our child abuse cases, and then uh, we also have our domestic violence team up there. And then uh, don't forget about uh, our Unified Narcotics Enforcement Team. That's part of our Criminal Sounds Investigations cool. Division, and that is next week, guys. Ooh! Wow. So you'll get to learn about drugs. You'll get to learn about yeah, uh, undercover there. work a little bit, and uh, see what that's all about. We're gonna drugs we're, are my favorite topic. We're gonna turn. We're gonna turn you guys. <laughs> we're gonna turn you guys into narcs. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I'm gonna come in there and be like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> I've never seen this kind of stuff before. Oh boy, <laughs> this is super interesting. <laughs> Do we get to sample all of it? (laughs) We got to see some, like, gruesome pictures last night. Oh, did you really? Yeah. He even, like, took some of them out. And and the ones that were in there, I was like, whoa. We get to pull back the veil a little bit more than we would to the general public because there's no reason that the general public needs to to be exposed to that. But, uh, you know, it it does help with articulating, you know, some of the complexity or some of the, the, you know, challenges that you're faced with when you begin an investigation. I mean, I've seen uh, our our criminal investigations division uh, basically face with a crime scene that had no very little physical evidence and you know you look at it and you're like how are we ever going to figure out who did this well uh they're we we have really good detectives and uh they pound the pavement and go to old school detective work and canvas and look for video and they were able to put uh, a great case together using video of the movement of our victim and uh, the movement of, of our suspects, and we're able to prove via video that this was a uh, robbery gone wrong. Everything from even just following them around from like convenience store to convenience store, and then as they drive down the road, you go to the next business, and you go to the next business, and yeah. you might end up in a residential neighborhood, and then you got your ring cameras from yeah. everybody's house. So criminals fail fail to realize is that uh, there's there's video everywhere there's yeah. cameras everywhere like you can't go anywhere in public and assume that you're not being video recorded you're being videoed right now <laughs> yeah and so are you <laughs> i should have done my hair i know i didn't even i didn't even think this was going to happen <laughs> so what happens when you bring a uh, video camera to a radio show <laughs> yeah just so everybody knows if you see this footage the camera adds 15 20 pounds to me <laughs> At least. 
<laughs> At Radio least. adds about 50. <laughs> one, one thing I wanted to ask uh, earlier, and I didn't, but what is the difference for the general public to be uh, a difference between a sheriff's officer and a Rapid City police officer? So basically, we got a highway patrol as well. Yeah, and highway patrol. Yes. So generally, you'll see your highway patrol officers out on our mainstream highways, interstate. 79, mm-hmm. 44, in this particular area. But quite frankly, the Highway Patrol goes everywhere in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Um, they have jurisdiction statewide. But then you'll have each particular county within South Dakota that has a sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. So in this case, the Pennington County Sheriff's Office. And they are generally limited to a patrol area of Pennington County. But they also have jurisdiction in Rapid City. And then, of course, the Rapid City Police Department, we are an entity for the city. And so we generally just focus our activities here within Rapid City Mm -hmm. and the boundaries of Rapid City. However, uh, we work very closely with each agency. Mm -hmm. So it's not uncommon when you will see us help one of our sister agencies out with whatever problem they're facing. And a lot of our officers and uh, detectives are also what's called Mm cross-deputized. So, like, for instance, a lot of our detectives and a lot of the members of our special response team are cross-deputized. So it wouldn't be uncommon common for them to uh, kind of be the first to call if uh, the sheriff's office or the highway mm-hmm. patrol needed help with something outside the jurisdiction of Rapid City. Now, so <laughs> say if uh, like old-fashioned, right, like the old movies used to be, somebody would be out, about get pulled over, but then they hit that county line, or they hit that city line, and they're like, ha see ya! <laughs> right? I mean, that's not true, but in situations like that, are there say Elkvale, right? Yeah. Elkvale, going over Elkvale over towards the interstate is kind of a weird line, right? Because because part of that is Box Elder, part of it is Rapid City, part of it is County. Like who, what? You know, highway Patrolman could be pulling you over. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but for but everybody's got jurisdiction there, kind of right. Right, or, correct. Yeah. So if you were in Rapid City, you could uh, lawfully be stopped by a Rapid City police officer, sheriff's officer, uh, the Highway Patrol. It's just once you start getting outside the city, of course, you're probably not going to run into a Rapid City police officer. Well, hopefully not anyway. Wow, mm-hmm. nice ringer. <laughs> Women. My wife just called me. <laughs> like we got nothing else to do no, but wait around for their uh, call. Notice how it's the happy Star Wars music and not the not the Imperial March. <laughs> he catches criminals, he will. Um, <laughs> You, you are my you father. Know, we, Aren't you going to tell me, will the, may the force be with you or something like that here? <laughs> no. um, uh, we had a good example of this uh, just the other night. We had a, uh, uh, whether you consider a late night or early morning uh, robbery at uh, a grocery store out west. Mm-hmm. Um, call came out over the radio, suspect description, all that. And uh, we just so happened to have a sheriff's deputy uh, that was right in the area and within seconds was able to get over over to the area that the suspect was last seen, get eyes on him, make contact, and get him detained. Uh, and then uh, just in time for our, uh, one of our officers to show up and, and help with the detainment. A lot of people who live here, I mean, this is just normal run-of-the-mill business that you have a sheriff's office and a, a police department that you know work very closely together, let alone share a same building. But that's not the way it is uh, in the vast majority of the rest of the country. This is a very unique situation. 
situation that you have, uh, you know, a police department, a sheriff's office that uh, not only works so closely together, but shares, you know, a bunch of different responsibilities, uh, you know, can be a force multiplier if needed in the right situations. And, you know, at this point, it's been explained to me that it would be virtually impossible to unmarry the two agencies uh, with how closely they are tied together now. Because they're best friends. Best friends. <laughs> We're the two best friends. <laughs> Let's go do some karate in the garage. Well, that was like two different movies. Yeah. So what I was disappointed about last night is that I found out that good cop, bad cop isn't real. What? Yeah, it's very. You don't get to play good cop, bad cop. Like one guy smashing stuff against the wall. <laughs> a lot of it is appealing to a person's innate desire to do the right thing, and you know, maybe letting them know that even though that they may have done the wrong thing in the heat of passion or you know in a fit of rage or whatever, you know, helping appeal to their humanity and saying, but we can still make this right if you let us know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Basically just talking to them nicely it, like it, people. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's, you know, forging a human connection with another human. Yeah, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honesty cop, is the best policy. would be cool. I always have to remind myself. <laughs> Honesty is the best policy. <laughs> Even though it's really hard. Brandon, when you look in the mirror, honestly, you are the sexiest person alive. I, is that why policy. you have your shirt off this morning? That is why I don't have a shirt on. No. <laughs> oh, I thought you did. I knew oh, I'd be on camera. <laughs> I knew I'd be on camera, and I was like, hey. No. <laughs> Well, we're excited to learn about narcotics next week. Yep. A lot of people have been on their ride along. Some more than others, I guess. Some will learn more than others who already may know about it. Have you been on your ride along yet? Not yet. I feel like I should attend a class before I schedule a ride along. (laughs) Actually, actually, she's already got you uh, scheduled up and ready to go. Oh, yeah. When is it? What? I don't know. Look on your calendar. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's right. I hope I get a girl cop. Oh, boy. That'd be so cool. We could be like cuffing and stuffing people let me drive the car she won't let me if you don't watch out she have you right in the back you know yeah that. i'm all right in the back There's a lot of I'm all right in the back. i love to ride with the canine unit that's what it's about can i bring my dog oh man that'd be cool you sometimes ride, you just gotta let him go you know you can ride it with the canine unit if you again ride in the back with the dog <laughs> I, i'm cool with it i'm cool with it ah, i'm gonna go with you with my little boy actually uh our dogs have the most comfortable ride in the fleet yeah um you know we we have specialized vehicles for them spe- specifically outfitted for the needs of a canine yeah. um you know it's got sensors in there that will make sure that whether the car is on or off it's uh keeping the ambient temperature comfortable for the dog and uh you know basically making sure that that dog is comfy cozy happy as a clam in there that is cool happy as a clam that is so cool though and and it should be that way now is that a thing where like uh speaking of canine units where if if a officer gets out leaves said dog in the car Mm -hmm. but then becomes under distress does the door automatically open and the dog comes out so the officer does have a door popper nice on their vest and so uh the dogs are trained uh to as soon as that door is open to seek out their handler and help them out that is so cool (laughs) my dog kind of does that stuff but she would just come lick (laughs) that's awesome because you trained her to be a lover not a fighter she's not she don't like people but she loves other dogs 
Uh, and the funny thing about our canine unit is that, uh, you know, A, they're a great uh, public relations tool. Everybody loves yeah. dogs. Well, like, you know how there's different ranks, you know, lieutenant, sergeant. I don't know the, the ranks, but what is a dog? Are they like a sergeant? They're just, we treat them like another officer. Officer. Yeah. Oh, okay, you call them officer. Well, Can they- we, we just refer to them as uh, canine. <laughs> Can they climb up in ranks? Like, say, is, is a dog, after actually, it's done certain things, does it like, hey, you, now <laughs> you're a sergeant, sergeant, yeah, you, canine pooper. You guys are all going to be working no, for it, you, this is This is actually, <laughs> boop, boop, we, we've actually here. done this. <laughs> we have promoted one of our dogs to sergeant before. Yeah. Really? Uh, just before his retirement. So any, he can retire chiefs? as a sergeant. Any chiefs yet? Uh, no chiefs yet. Um, <laughs> Lu- lieutenant canine, you'll just sit, <laughs> you'll just sit in an office. So, Somewhere. So for yeah. he'll, he'll just sit in front of a desk and type reports. Yeah. <laughs> you're up for the next job interview with this one. Walk around like you're busy. Yeah. Like you've been doing things all day. You know, just <laughs> just bark orders to other officers. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, can but, you explain the ranks? Yeah. So uh, we can just start with officer. Officer. Right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, senior patrol officer. Um, We can throw our police training officers in there as well. Um, Detective. See, after a detective, you had a what? Sergeant. Sergeant, which is which is there we go. Yeah, Sergeant. Yeah, I gotta make sure I'm not gotta make sure I'm not missing anyone. Then we have our lieutenants. Okay. And then after our lieutenants, we go to a captain. Yeah. And then uh, the chief of police. Wow. And that's the top, huh? Yeah. The top. And depending on the situation, it fluctuates, uh, but you can have an assistant chief of police, too. Oh. And so... If you're really busy, you get an assistant one? Well, um, it's typically one of our captains that gets promoted to that. But uh, essentially, it's, you know, uh, becoming... I mean, being the chief of police is a is a busy, busy job. Yeah. And so you need somebody else who can know how to do the job, everything from, you know, day-to-day runnings of the department to, like, larger-scale things like budget creation and, you know, high-level administrative things. So that's where that comes in. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, well, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate everything you guys do. Yeah, yeah. thank you. No we, problem. We, we appreciate being able to uh, come and, and chat with you guys about the job and help yeah. your listeners understand what it's all about. All right, so get ready for next week, guys. Hopefully I see you there. Yep, you probably should. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and we got uh, our Unified Narcotics Enforcement Team, and then uh, we're going to show you some stuff in regards to how we do our traffic stops. So we'll cool. see how that goes for you. Very cool. That's Where are you off to do. next? Let's see. Where should I go? There's probably a don- get some donut breakfast shop. somewhere. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was thinking we about. We probably yeah, should yeah. go get some breakfast. Oh, downstairs we have donuts, don't we? Donuts and coffee. I don't know. <laughs> no I don't donuts. Know. I don't know. I don't know what she's got. Some kind of pastry. I think she opens up about okay. seven thirty. It's hard to say. <laughs> well, we love you guys. We love All you right. too. Very cool. See ya. Do you love us? Um, of course I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's one of those branded. Yeah. Citizens Arrest is hosted by Amy Rose, Brandon Jones, Brendan Medina, and Lieutenant Mosier. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. Affirmative.